sisters, mothers and fathers, grandmas and grandpas in the last month has made multiple, multiple steps towards God. But that you wouldn't imagine in years would ever happen. How is that possible? I tell you how it's possible because God doesn't look at Rahab like others do. You see, Joshua sent the spies. But could you imagine being one of those spies and explaining where you ended up in Jericho? Could you imagine how embarrassing it would be to explain that you ended up in a harlot's house? You see, Rahab caught wind that they was going to search these men. So she hid them. Now keep in mind, I want you to keep in mind that she hid them. I know multiple people in here tonight has heard this story, but hopefully I can get it across a little different tonight. You see, Rahab says, we know you guys are going to take the city. She heard enough to know that the people are melting with the thought that they are coming. You see, they're sitting outside looking at the walled city, but the obstacle of the walls was here if they could have listened closer and heard the sound of the harlot telling them the people have been talking about the Red Sea. Come on, somebody. Could you imagine sitting outside the wall and hearing the harlot inside the house saying, whispering to these men, the people have been talking about the Red Sea. But you see, the talk of the town is if you would ever quit talking about taking over the city and make it up in your mind to take over the city, it was one that the statement, and by hiding them, is when she gained the trust of the spies. You see, why would Rahab consider hiding spies? What does she want from them? Rahab doesn't want to die. She wants her family to make it. I really want my family to make it. If I make it, great. But if I make it and my family doesn't make it, come on, somebody. If I make it and my family doesn't make it, mm, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. If you have to live the example for your family, You have to live the example for your family to make it. You see, the spies told Rahab to leave the scarlet hanging outside of the window, which means they will spare her and her family. How was Rahab's lies pleasing to God? I'm sure some of you are wondering, well, how can you lie to God and be pleasing to God? But you see, because she got involved in God's plan of a much bigger destiny of her life. You see, what are we supposed to consider with Rahab? God can redeem anybody. He can change anyone. He can turn any life around. He can heal anybody. Anybody can be buried in baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. He can turn any drug addict into an apostolic. He can turn any alcoholic into a preacher. He can turn any fornicator into a Sunday school teacher. He can turn down... Come on, somebody. He can reach down to any person as long as they are willing to change and get into the plan of God. It doesn't matter their past as long as they want to turn away from their past. You see, what, is, what was the difference maker for Rahab? I'll tell you, she was tired of her lifestyle. Her job was not to become a harlot in a new country. Her job was not to leave this lifestyle and not be offended that she was always remembered for what she used to be. Who you used to be is the power of your testimony, but it's not who you were. It's who you were made to be. 
You see, if you're in this room tonight and you're battling addiction, he can beat that addiction. And I'm not talking about just drugs and alcohol tonight. I'm talking about Facebook. I'm talking about pornography. I'm talking about fornication. I'm talking about any kind of addiction that you have in your lifestyle. He can help you beat it. But you see, he can't help you beat that alcohol. He can't help you beat that addiction if you don't let him move in your life. You see, he can help you beat the lustful thoughts, but he expects a change. You see, grace expects results. You see, if you're going to follow him, you need to turn from sin. The reason you can't live fulfilled is because you have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. And you have one foot in the world, and depending on which day of the week it is, that is where you're at. I get it if it's hard to come to, come to church on a Tuesday night and Facebook Live. Listen to me. I get it that people are sick, and I get it that people are hurting and people are tired. But if you want to see a change, you need to start coming to the church house. But you see, it won't be too hard if you actually fully commit to what God wants you to do. Quit living different from being around your work friends and your church friends. How many knows that we have a different lifestyle around our work friends and our church friends? You see, we get on job sites and we, we cut jokes and we laugh with, with other people. And sometimes we even get caught up in laughing at other people or other trades if you're in a, in a trades job. But even if you're at a desk job, sometimes you get caught up laughing at other people and making fun of other people. But when you're around your church friends, come on, somebody. When you're around your church friends, everything's holier than now. And I walk by the straight and narrow. I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes tonight. And Pastor... I'm sorry if I, I'm, I'm overstepping boundaries tonight, but this is what the Lord laid on my heart. You see, it was Rahab's actions that saved the household. You see, Rahab was expecting something to change and save that comes from outside of her circumstance. You see, outside of what is normal for me, outside of something that has become regular for me. You see, in John, there's a woman caught in the act of adultery. They come bringing her before she comes before Jesus. They all have stones in their hands. They are justified by the laws to kill her. I'm sure many of you heard the story, but it goes on and Jesus says, where are your accusers? Neither do I condemn thee. Now go and sin no more. You see, he did not excuse her past. He did not excuse her future. He said, I'm giving you a chance. I didn't let them kill you because you're meant to die more than a harlot. You're meant to die more than an adulterer. You see, it is not that God's grace is allowing you to live the same way. You might have been a drug addict. <clears throat> you might have been an alcoholic. But let me tell you something. Paul killed preachers. You see, when he saves you, he expects you to live differently. And tonight, I know I, I said that this is going to be a short message, and I hope I got across to somebody tonight, but as... Pastor John comes and the music and the, the singers come tonight. If you all could stand with me quickly, I told you and I promised you I wouldn't keep you long tonight. But you see, tonight I want to end on this. You don't have to go back to that drug. You don't have to go back to that bottle. And you don't have to go back to that relationship. You just have to turn from sin. You can't live a lifestyle of somebody getting drunk on the weekend and talking tongues on Sunday. You see, you have to consider Rahab. What if people talk about me? 
Well, I got news for you. People have talked about you before, but you were just too drunk or high to know. Come on, somebody. Rahab, just because you didn't do it doesn't mean you can do it. It doesn't mean you can't do it. You got to turn and face what has been holding you back and say long enough. You see, if I have somebody holding on to my coattail and it's pulling me this way and I'm walking this way, it's time that we turn around and look it straight in the face and say long enough, devil. Come on, somebody. You see, you got to tell the drugs and the alcohol who's boss. Come on, Rahab. You got to get the blood applied. I know Jesus. I need Jesus. I can't do it by myself. I want to be saved and I want my family to be saved. But you can't be saved with, and your family be saved without being the example. You see, tonight, the example you set before your family could save them. You can't go home and have no prayer life and expect to be powerful. Could you see Rahab running to the window saying, I want the Lord to know I'm still committed. It was one thing for her to live that way when the men were there, but it was another thing for her to be diligent until they returned. Rahab, I'm here for our visit. Come on, somebody, you got to see this part of the story tonight. You have to see her livelihood drying up while she sits in the corner of the house. Feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody tonight. You see, the livelihood is drying up while she sits in the corner of the house while regular visits knock on the door. Why? I got a scarlet thread hanging in my window. I'm changing my lifestyle. I'm looking for something better when you commit to the living for God. Monday morning, that pain and that addiction. See, one of the worst memories is seeing people that I loved addicted to the point of passing out. To the point when I went to bed some nights, I couldn't even sleep because I was so scared that they wouldn't even wake up. You see, addiction is real. But you know how many addicts call this place home? See, you can get addicted to hurting other people. And trying to break that cycle, it will show up at your door and knock on the door of your mind and it will scream, let me in. And you're going to have to look towards the window of your future. You're going to have to know that soon and very soon, he's coming for me and I have to be saved and my family has to be saved. Tonight, I want you to consider Rahab. You see, if he can do it for Rahab, he can do it for you. That's all I have for you guys tonight. As we sing.